Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite VR podcast, Between Realities VR podcast, here on the home of everything Between Realities, Between Realities. My name is Alex VR, and I am co-host of this magnificent, fantastic show, and joined alongside of me, as always, is my co-host, Skiva. Skiva, hello, sir. How are you doing, brother? I'm fantastic. It's Friday. I'm stoked. Very excited for the weekend. TGIF. T-G-I-B-R-F. Right? Yes, I love that. That's it. I love that. That's it. Hello, everyone <laughs> in chat. Thank you for joining us today on this amazing live broadcast. That's right. We're back into the f- swing of uh, doing shows live. I don't know mm-hmm. how long mm-hmm. this is going to last, you know, because we've always <laughs> got a lot like of stuff going on. We have a lot of, of things coming up and a lot of fun things that we're going to be able to share with our audience. So tons of stoked. Tons of stuff. And yep. I guess we can, I don't know, whenever you're ready to start talking about We can talk places. about whatever, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we can get into some of that, I guess, at some point. Yep, yep. Um, but anyway, yes, thank you all for joining us. Paradise Decay was first in the chat P. Today. Diddy and the Hitty. P.D. Good Heck to see yeah. you, man. Uh, Paradise Decay, crank, just like, he is like always got something for me to watch during like yes. my shower time. You know, <laughs> it, I, I think I told him this once before, and I think he may, was made a little uncomfortable by it, actually. But like, I love to watch YouTube when I'm taking showers, and PD is always live, like during my That's like, hour block of when I'm taking a shower. Paradise so. Decay in What's the up, shower baby? with Alex all the time. You <laughs> hey, heard it here first. Hey, I spend my most intimate time with Paradise Decay's videos, and you should do the same. Go like <laughs> and subscribe. Glitch Fandango dropped in. He was saying that he couldn't hang out. Maybe he's still here, but of course, we love to see Glitch Fandango. Glitch, um, what is up? My stay homie. in touch with us, man. We're yeah, we, every single day. We're talking about what day or like what time we yeah. want to do this show at. So yeah. if you guys are ever like, oh, I wish this show was at this time or that time, yeah, leave us feedback. Let, let us, us know because we're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out ourselves. Yep. Mike mm-hmm. Newton starting the weekend. He's here. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? Man, thanks for being here. Duty does in the house. Duty Sterling with all those man. W's and pop one yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duty yeah. got a lot of W's with me yesterday. Yeah, that's right. I heard Skeeva yeah. carried you, dude. What's up, <laughs> Avi Devetti? How's it going, man? Good to see you, Avi. It's great to see you, man. Avi What's was up, dude? A, a How are you? On our show, he is uh, yeah from the uh, XR Developers of India group on Facebook, and he's a great guy. It's good Absolutely. To see him. Fantastic. Jansen dude. Fox is here. Jensen. Competitive, badass gamer. Good to see you. Short stack VR in the house. Short Friday. stack. What's happening? Space Denizen is here. Dude, the amazing. Void. Oh, what? Well, that's Void Citizen. Oh, but, Void. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep, yep. yeah. I always forget that. And by yeah, the way, he changes his name every other day. He is that amazing moth that you see in the audience of our intro. So yes. A little fun fact. For yes, you with all the arms. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's like my favorite avatar I've ever seen in Neos, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> it really is good. I love it. It's um, good. VR Bug, what's up, dude? What's up, homie? How you, doing? E- emoji. How you doing? When are we going to get headset emojis? Dude, I don't know. That should have been here a million Doesn't years ago. Doesn't Facebook care? Like, I feel like Facebook <laughs> yeah, should because do that. Facebook is synonymous with the word carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touche. What's up, Mepper? Thanks for being here, Mepper. What's um, up, Mepper? How you doing, buddy? Always good to see you. We've got Laszlo216 in the house. What is up? Your pal in VR. Your pal. What's up, in dude? In VR. I'll always remember your pal in VR, okay? Yes. Dark Angel is here. Thanks, Dark Angel, up, for Dark? showing up. Ooh, Robin Smith. Hey, friends. Robin Smith. Who's, Who's that? that? I don't know. <laughs> Could that be someone we know? You know, mm-hmm. 
someone that we know well, I would even even argue. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, you've been lucky enough to uh, establish a, a pretty intimate relationship with this uh, this person who we've got with. Yeah, she's one, she's a good, a real good friend of mine, man. We, we we've played a lot of VR games together and hung out a lot and had some deep conversations. Mm-hmm. She's just an amazing person mm-hmm. and someone amazing who um, is going to bring some perspective uh, to the show today because mm-hmm. we're going to get into uh, something that's a little bit taboo, even though it's insanely prominent. And I yeah. think that's really interesting. So yeah. it's a little gonna, weird that it's so taboo. Well, we're going to talk about it. So everybody, please welcome. Welcome to Between Reality, Robin's Reality. Hey, Robin. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, guys. It's so great. Look at yeah. you. There you are. Boom. On the Between Reality ship. It's great to have you here with us. Heck yeah. Thank you. <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> it's going really good. And first thing before we get into anything, I have to say I'm admiring your attire right now. Like, oh, I can yes. t- look at this. PD, do you see this, bro? Look at that, man. Representing the paradise decay. Did you know that you can also own your very own piece of authentic Paradise Decay merchandise yes, by can. checking out Paradise Decay on YouTube and following his links there? Yes. Go do that. And watch yourself. his content because if you want to see any game, almost any game in he VR, every game. he's got it. He does. Yep. So, hey, Robin, it's good to see you. Thanks for representing PD, and um, we're really yeah. stoked to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, you know, we we sent out a couple of tweets, right? It's in the description, you know, and um, we, we, under, we do want to talk about the adult industry in virtual reality, right? Like this is going to be something that we talk about today. And, and we're happy to have you on the show with us today because you have a lot of perspective. You know, you work in the VR porn industry and, you know, you can elaborate on how and, and why and all of that stuff once we get into it. Um, but... Uh, before we get into all of that stuff, because I have a feeling that's going to be something that we really can sink our teeth into. Yeah. And we're going to kind of go around a little bit with it. Um, so before we get into that, there's probably a few things that we should touch on, um, you know, before we like really take yeah, a man. dive. Absolutely. So what do you think? Uh, I think the first thing let's touch on, I wanted to, um, I wanted to mention that I've been using some really cool stuff by Kiwi. Um, for my headset, so this I got is not this. sponsored, by the way. No, it's not. It just uh, they did send us this stuff for free, though. But Worth it's not like, but they're not like paying us to say anything, right? They don't care whether we do or not. But uh, I really like this this head strap, right? It's super comfy. The padding is ridiculously comfortable. It's like having a pillow encasing your face. Mm-hmm. It really is pretty awesome. Plus, the facial interface is also kiwi. Plus, plus they got these sick grips. Dude, I just want to show these grips real straight quick. up. Kiwi makes really good shit. They really do. All of their like accessories legit, are good. Legit. Yeah. Legit. So, so I had some VR cover uh, um, cover things on my controllers before, but what drove me nuts about those all the time is every time the battery died, which and I used the crap out of my VR, right? So the batteries die a lot. Uh, I have to rip the whole thing off, right. change the battery. But the cool thing here is this has its own little battery door. Check that shit out. You don't have to pull any of this stuff off. You just switch your battery and you go back yep. to gaming super fast. And there's like a tiny little quality of life thing in there too, yeah. where there's like a plastic like like ribbon that yes. you can slide underneath the battery so and then you can yank on it to pop, pop it the out. Battery because out those fucking batteries easily. are so hard to get out of those controllers. Too. They are. Like I mm-hmm. I like feel like I'm gonna rip off my thumbnail every time I'm yeah. like trying to pop that thing out. Well, a little life hack for for those of you who use the little that you know that have this just the standard thing right pull the pull the 
battery door off and then use the end of it to push the battery back and pop it out like a which little tool. I did I did yeah. take your advice and do that one time and it was way way better yeah, but yeah. that's still not like yeah, a good solution it's a pain in the butt you know yeah. like that's a bunch of yeah. horse shit but this is this makes it all easier this allows you to pull the battery out quicker mm-hmm. you don't have to take the cover off to do it and it's super comfortable these little the little things that go around your hands make it so you're not going to chuck your controller Dude, every and, uh, single and so I, comfortable like it's I, so comfortable. they really should be paying us to say this but every single thing i've used yeah. from kiwi has been great like i'm not For even real. gonna lie they're like, amazing they thing. are amazing um do you like what, what kind of accessories do you have on your shit robin do you have kiwi stuff do you use like the first party shit do you have accessories at all yeah, so I have, well, I can actually just like grab it if grab you don't it. mind me going out of frame for a second. Grab it, baby. I, I'm not I'm not super techie or anything. I'm very jealous of those um, grips because I'm using like a really cheap like $10 and like grip thing. And every time mm-hmm. I have to change my battery, the whole thing yeah. falls apart. It yeah. drives me wild. Yeah, um, I feel you. And I'm also now eyeing that um, strap because I use the Bobo, Bobo VRM2. Oh, yep. So it's kind of got like a halo mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's very mm-hmm. loud, though. If you can hear yeah. it. Do you also have an elite strap? I don't. I don't. I saw everyone breaking them, and I was just yeah. like, nope. Right. <laughs> right. To be yeah. honest, I just I'm not the kind of person that likes to mm-hmm. deal with broken stuff all yeah. the time. I love my elite strap too, but and and I think that's the reason I love this thing is because this is just like the elite strap with a few key differences and that is with this you can you can yeah you can nice. kind of bend it like that right it's taken on and off easier plus there's padding on the back of this which you don't have with the elite strap it's just hard plastic plus plus this thing is cushioned too plus so it's, it's cheaper? like it's like yeah plus it's cheaper so it's like the elite strap but better so I would absolutely say if you're going to get an elite strap, get this instead. Yeah. And, you know, so. one of the things for me about straps, because at this point I have like most of them, you know, yeah. like I have a lot of straps. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the first party strap stays on my quest more often than anything else, primarily because I have the, the rubber case. band one. Um, no, the reg- yeah, the the regular elite strap. Oh, okay, you know? okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but gotcha. Be- primarily because I have the hard case that mm-hmm. it fits so perfectly into, mm-hmm. and like I've I used to, I put the the bobo the M2 on my quest for a little while, and when I went to go travel with my quest, I popped it off and it hasn't gone back on mm-hmm. because I put the thing into the quest or into the case, and mm-hmm. like that's what worked. Yeah. And we actually experimented with this kiwi here right before the show, and Skiba managed to stuff it into his Oculus Quest. Yeah. Now, we case. will note that you you only get that case, unless you buy it separately, you only get yeah. that case with the Elite Battery yeah. Strap, I think. So you probably already have a strap if you have that case to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So yeah. either way, yeah. and, and, and you know, right. I also want to mention too, and we're probably going to release some footage because we've unboxed all this stuff like in a really like nice looking way and it looks really good, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we just haven't done anything with the footage yet. Um, but the M2, I personally noticed that like it's kind of floaty and like a little bit like, um, like shaky, you know, and like if kind I'm doing like the like, PSVR, totally right. exactly. Yeah, wobbles like around the like the PSVR, exactly. but it relieves all the pressure off your face. So there's yeah. nothing pushing on your face. It sits on your forehead, which to me, I don't like because I sweat from my forehead and it's just uncomfortable right. for me. Um, and I don't like the PSVR strap because of that too. I deal with it and it's fine, but like, it's not what I prefer, yeah. you know, but for a I lot mean, of people, it's very, for something like, like seated gaming or like chilling, like social VR. Like I think the, the Bobo is amazing because yeah. it does alleviate so much of that weight and stuff. But when I'm like head on a swivel, like head on a swivel, like getting sweaty one, in a pop like, one yeah. lobby, mm-hmm. I need that thing to be like locked on. Ratcheted you know? to your face. Totally. Yeah, and me too. I, you can't do that. Yeah. With the Bobo. yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah, agree. I find, I find this one moves a lot. And even though it does have like the padding and stuff, um, these two parts at the top that are supposed to sit like, I guess, like about here, I find after like an hour of wearing it, it starts to hurt yeah. right here. Oh, that's so I don't bad. know if that's, if anyone else experiences that, but oh. that's what happens to me. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of good options out there for all the different types of faces and heads and stuff. So, And I guess the point that I was getting ready to make is that I really like having both, honestly. I love having the Bobo so I can play like some chill Demio with it. And then I love having the Elite Strap so I can crank that thing down and mm-hmm. rip my head mm-hmm. around and, and mm-hmm. get sweaty with it. Yeah, and I would say, I would say if, you're gonna, if you're in the market for an Elite Strap but you don't want it to break and you want it to be even more comfortable, get go with the Kiwi yeah, one. I agree yeah, with for you. Sure. Um, Chroma sure. Snare is here. What's up, Chroma Snare? What's up? VR with Jasmine, our guest from What's last up, week, Jazz? has dropped in. It's good to see you. Nice, nice. Virtual Waypoint has dropped in to How's say hello. It it's good to see you. He said he's on his second Elite Strap. Um, and I'm on my uh, fourth or fifth. I last. think it's on my fourth. It won't last forever. I think we know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is inevitably going to break <laughs> yep. at some point. <laughs> yep. um, I also saw Red Slash Ace. Uh, slipped in here and said nice. hi. What's up? And of course, Daniel the Bearded Bard, man. What's up? How's dude? it going, buddy? So speaking of our homie. Speaking homies, of Daniel the Bearded Bard, we want <laughs> to, yes, we want to bring up here again that the Kickstarter for this amazing magazine, a VR trend, which is absolutely beautiful, full of community VR community written articles on this like super thick paper with beautiful printing. Uh, I mean, this this is the epitome of just the 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 a quality magazine it is better than anything that yeah than i that i typically get um like on a on a newsstand or whatever is that even a thing anymore but i don't know but either way this is an, a fantastic magazine and their kickstarter is ending here in a couple of days and they got a long way to go and so um, maybe you are a generous philanthropist yes philanthropist i think you're a generous philanthropist with uh, with a little bit of money burning a hole in your pocket, and you want to help make some VR dreamers' dreams come true, this is your opportunity. Yes, this is going to help so many of us. This There's is a, three grand left to go, and it's an all or nothing three grand thing. To drop. Maybe two of you get together, fifteen hundred bucks a pop. Let's go. We'll make it happen. And, you know, Boom. And you know, we don't have that kind of money, but someone <laughs> oh, out I there wish does. I did. Someone I out wish there does. So break it out. Bearded Bard, can I borrow three grand? I'll totally support <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But we love this magazine. We're contributors. Um, You know, we write for it and are happy to contribute without being paid or anything because we fucking think this is the shit. So before I wrote a damn thing for this, every time this thing was coming, I was like checking my mailbox every damn day, which makes which makes the post service very happy that I'm actually emptying my mailbox. I don't (laughs) have to like cram shit in there. Do you normally just like you just like, no, dude, this is the only time I check my (laughs) mailbox. VR trend magazines coming. I'm going to the mailbox. Other than that, fuck all that You're just stuff like that pulling out like yeah, dude. It's, yeah, it's all shit. crap. I don't care. Anything like my bills come out automatically every month. All this stuff. Like the only thing that comes in my mailbox worth a damn is this magazine. So hey, happy Friday, obscure nerd VR and the Southern. You got to keep us uh, updated on your doings, bro. Andy Southern's been busy. He's making some shit happen, and he's going to be going for a Guinness World Record uh, for longest time yeah. in VR pretty soon. So heck yeah, keep an eye on Andy Southern, and of course, um, rendered reality. I'm assuming that's Sean behind the keyboard. What's up, guys? What's up, How you doing? Good to see you. How you doing? I was watching them uh, yesterday, I think, play from Other Sons. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like an older VR game that I've always wanted to try, and for some reason, I just haven't gotten into it. It's, it's, cause I think it's because like it, you have to co-op it really for it mm-hmm. to be in to for it to really be up to its full potential. Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. we can dip into that or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we should. So there's a couple other things, right? Um, another shout out that we want to do real quick, Studio Form VR, um, one of our most recent Patreons. They are a VR accessories manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to say hi and thank them for supporting us. They recently yes. signed up as Patreons and they sent us a nice little gift basket with like candies and like chocolates and fucking potato chips and shit in it and uh you know it's like all stuff that you can't get in america and it was really cool and really nice for them mm-hmm. and they sent Thank us a handful guys. of accessories and stuff too so. void citizen uh space denison recently signed up for our patreon as well no way dude yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, thank you. That thank means you, the world boy. to us. It really thank does. And to all of our Patreons, we got your names going on the ticker down there. It's on the end screen, but we love you guys. And we were just talking about really. finding another way to like really make being a Patreon between realities yeah. something special. And uh, hopefully we can come up with something. So if you're out there wishing you were getting more for your Patreon status, let us know if you have any ideas because we yeah. would love to get it, get you whatever it is that you're looking for. Yep. Um, let's see. Yep, yep. A couple other things before we get into stuff, right? Uh after the fall was that one of the things after the fall i would love to talk about after the fall are you hyped robin so hey just the fact that i get to play with like three other friends at the same time and not have to worry about any bullshit anywhere else i'm already stoked you know Mm -hmm. that's actually a pretty good point that i one that i haven't even really considered much you know and i guess there are a handful (laughs) of games out there that provide that as an opportunity but you know a lot of us we jump into the most popular games you know stuff like population one and sure you you're a party of three but then you jump into a lobby and there's all kinds of people in there shouting at you and and influencing Mm -hmm. your experience right so when you hop into this lobby you will be hopping in with up to 32 people, I believe, per lobby. Whoa. But oh. you, their mics are only active to you if you friend them and join a party. So you'll see all these people running around. You can click on somebody's head. You know, if you don't have four people to play with and you want to play with real people and not AI, you can click on them and you can party up with people and your mics go live. And it's a really, really good, um, it's, a, it's a great uh, system they have going because you meet up in this really cool old retro 80s arcade that is now um like the home of of kind of like the the resistance if you if you will right probably mention that the reason you know this is because you fucking played this game. i did i played it i played it this past week i didn't play this this is like a skiva (laughs) exclusive he played it it helps to work for vertigo games (laughs) i guess it does it does it It does help but yeah i get to go in here with a couple people and we played and tam to the the community manager who uh, may be on the show here soon. Ooh. Yeah, we might have some vertigo action coming onto the show. But, I mean, yeah, we went in and we, and we did some of these campaigns. And, man, it was so, so fun. It was so fun. Really? Now, if you look, like, I, I don't know 50, 80, 100 hours into this how much it's going to to hold up. Like, are you going to want to go back? And I'm not sure. I only played one level of this, right? But when I played this, I was truly having a blast nice like so many enemies on the screen at the same time and you you can't really see that right here but i swear there's like 30 plus coming at you sometimes all at once just scaling walls like just just waves of these things and, and you're just freaking out right and you only have so much ammo and if you run out of ammo there's no melee system which is kind of a bummer but there's no so you're just screwed your teammates have to carry you at that point until you can find uh-huh. some more ammo but like you are literally like so you you come into these these white snowy beautiful environments right 
it's it's all you know i mean it's post-apocalyptic so there's that the, the buildings are kind of decayed and broken down and all this stuff but but sometimes you can you can tell that there's like this fresh snowfall right mm-hmm. it looks great and then all of a sudden these zombies start coming at you the snow breed and you're just plowing these things down and you're just just covering everything in blood and everything is just oh, like yeah. just turning red, right? <laughs> the bodies don't disappear. They just stack. So like as you're going through some of these apartment complexes and stuff, trying to complete some of these objectives, you're just filling doorways and rooms of, full of bodies. And nice. it is like, it is unreal, man. Probably adds uh, a pretty intense layer of like it visceral, really, like viscerality. It really does. It's super cool, dude. I mean, it is really awesome. They're crawling on the ceilings. Like they are, it is, it's kind of intense. And some of these things just full on sprint and run at you. So when you were playing this, did you know who your teammates were? Oh yeah. Okay. So this is people who you were like familiar with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, yeah. I personally I played, feel like that I played with, uh, I played with Mateo. I played with uh, Sebastian from MRTV with some of the people that, that uh, Vertigo Fuck invited yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to play with some of the people that I, that I already knew. Plus, uh, plus Tam too, who I worked with. Um, so it's great. Nice. Um, and yeah, and we got to, you know, talk back and forth about who was, who was running low on ammo. Uh, you know, when, when someone was low on health and didn't have a, a syringe, uh, you, your friend could come over and heal you. You know, so there's there's quite a bit of, uh, you know, communication that you got to do to really successfully get through these campaigns. Because if you're just doing your own thing and you don't care about your teammates, you're not going to make it through this. You know, Sterling Youngman in the chat says, why does it have to be another effing zombie game? What do you think, yeah. Robin? Does that does that bother you that we're seeing another zombie game? They should all be zombie games. You love zombie games. <laughs> I love zombie games. Like even like Drop Dead, like the wave shooter. That's still one of my favorite games, believe it or not, in nice. VR. Like it's just easy. It's simple. You can like bring any friend in there that has a headset and it's just easy to play with them. And mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I uh, that doesn't surprise me, Robin. You know, she she turned her camera out the window before the show started and I wasn't expecting to see it. But there's a full on fucking cemetery there. Like right outside the window, <laughs> you know, it's like you probably yeah. play these games just from your window on Halloween, right? Like you just, <laughs> just like taking care of business. <laughs> yeah, if this is zombie apocalypse, uh, the dead's going to be rising. By, <laughs> yeah, by that's, that's a hot spot yeah, where I... you're at. Be yeah. over for me at that point. So. Well, you know, I'll, I gotta... yeah, I'll, I'll tell you though, this is very different. This is a very different zombie game. The way the way that they approach this is just very different. I think. I don't think it's anything like Arizona Sunshine. I don't think it's it's nothing like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. This is very very different. Mm-hmm. Well, I you know, but I feel sterling. Yeah, you know, like, I hear you. I've mentioned this um at in at other times. You know, I think when this mm-hmm. game was being announced, actually, I was like semi vocal about the fact that I'm seeing another zombie game. You know. Mm-hmm. It definitely, to me, seems, at first glance, it seems just like an overplayed trope. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, look at this. Oh, great. Uh, they Zombies are popular, I guess, so that's why they're doing this. <laughs> but the more I think about it, the more I kind of understand that it's like a, a formula that works for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is that zombies and like the walking reanimated dead is a, an international theme. Yeah. This is something that you don't have to be like American or Japanese or Chinese or any, like everyone is freaked out by this. Everyone yeah. has some story from ancient times talking about zombies walking around and shit, you know? And, so, and I feel like this isn't, you're not going to see zombies here that were like, that you can be like, Oh, that was a dude that get bit by a zombie. And now he's running at you. This is like, this creatures. is, this is more like, um, 
like so long after after the the fall of man right after the fall right right this new species has evolved mm -hmm. to survive in this climate right right so it's 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 an like an evolution of sorts of your typical zombie well, it is not the same as this as this leads me to zombie. my next point mm -hmm. my next point is that like because on, on our last our last couple shows actually we've talked about like morality on the show you know mm -hmm. and like we talk about is it okay to play a murder simulator you right. know and you felt weird when you were slitting the throat of a person but these mm -hmm. are not people Mm -hmm. Right. Like they are creatures, even though they're humanoid shapes, they are the shape of humans. Mm -hmm. It's not a person. Right. And that removes all of those feelings. You know, like if a creature is lunging at you with claws, you blast its head off. Yep. Whew, that was good. You know, but if a person lunges at you and you blow their head off. You know, you got like a moment of reflection, you know, you're like, oh, shit, what did I just do? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that that is a really, really profound reason why developers like to use this, because yeah. you don't have those feelings. You're just happy to yeah. blast heads all day long. You I think know? you're totally right, man. This is you do want to disassociate from from murder sometimes. Right. You don't want to feel like right. you're doing something wrong. No one feels you bad know? about mowing down a horde of undead that are running at you. Right. Exactly. Because it's you or them. They're going to eat your ass. Yep. Right. Even though so. if it's him or me, you know, it's like all of a sudden I'm like, like that scene in Saving Private Ryan where they're like fighting over the gun and he like slowly slides the knife in, you know, it's like so much more real when it's another, like it's yeah. your brother, you know, yeah. like, like, like humans are our brothers and sisters and we feel a certain way when we're shooting them. But zombies, man, all day long, every day, and mm -hmm. it's international. And those two things right there, to me, it's like, why not use them? Like, that's what's going to work. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. This, this game has still has a little bit to go with some of the things too, because, because when I played this, you couldn't pick your character, which was a little strange, right? So you are randomly given a character. Um, and I, I was told this is something that will be changed. Well, will change in the future, just so you know. But, uh, yeah, at, at the time of me playing, at least, uh, you could not pick your character. And I think it's going to release like that as well, uh, because what they're really what they're where they're putting all of their effort here is customizing your loadout. Right. You're going to be able to do all kinds of things with the guns in this. Right. You go out and you harvest these these the snow breed. Right. And you you collect what they you know, after they die and you, you blow them away. Um, wow, look at all those. Dude, and that's all on the screen at the same time. It's insane. <laughs> it will give you a panic attack if you're not careful. Yeah. There's a lot happening in this game. But um, but yeah, so so you're going through and you're collecting all of this stuff. And then after you collect it, you can go back and you can customize your weapon loadout. And you can customize the guns, right? And you can put different attachments on and you can do different things and all. And there's a, a bunch of different weapons to choose from to customize as well so there's going to be a lot going on with the gun system and it's going to be one of the things that will bring you back into this game i think is um collecting this stuff and, and creating newer yeah. better cooler loadouts for yeah. your guns sounds like they yeah. may be uh close to having like a really good loop there where you go yeah. out you get the stuff you come back you spend it and then you go out that's and what they're that going that's what they're going for and you spend it and it's yep. like that's the loop that's i mean that's an amazing gameplay loop if, if you yeah. can nail that in a game yeah. i will play a game forever and uh rendered reality in the chat said let's get it going you know there's two of them there's two of us i think yes. that sounds like a fucking plan heck yeah oh that would be what yeah. fun would that be yeah. that'd be amazing yeah rendered, I'd love to play between rendered realities between rendered realities. <laughs> let's get it so is there anything else that was like kind of like uh, you know on the on the on the docket 
No, no, no. Like, really. like, and subscribe. Like, and definitely like and subscribe. If you guys could subscribe, we're trying to hit that 2,000 um, subscriber mark, which would be fantastic. If you guys could help get us there, we're we're at like 1,800 right now, so we're getting really close. But uh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic if you guys could sub to the channel. That'd be awesome. Subscribe. I wanted to ask real quick: Did you play Hubris yet? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll, wait. we'll wait. Next we'll week. Wait. Next week, yeah. I promise. Okay. Um, I want to gush about that game when you do. Yes. And I, mm. I am really excited to try it too. So yeah. I will. Next cool. week, for sure, we're going to talk about cool, that cool. game. Cool. Um, but I think we should kind of dive into the, the primary topic of the day. You Heck know, yeah. This is something that I've wanted to get some perspective on for a while now. You know, and when I first got involved in VR, I never, like, I never really thought to go and explore the adult entertainment aspect of virtual reality. It wasn't like, really? it wasn't not even close to like at the top of my mind, you know, like I was mm. playing firewall and playing beat saber, whatever it was, you know? And, um, it wasn't until I went to my very first VR convention and was talking with people who I had met there and got to know there. Um, and they were like, you haven't tried it. You should try it. <laughs> you know, like it's pretty cool, wow. you know, and I was like, okay, fair enough, you know, and, and I've checked it out and, um, you know, I would imagine that probably a lot of people here in our chat, you know, who are deep dive VR folks have at least poked their head in and to, mm -hmm. to, to see, because I don't know why I wouldn't it's, you know, it's widely regarded that pornography in a lot of ways ultimately ends up contributing directly to technological advancement. Have you ever heard that, Robin? Funny enough, at work, I just wrote a four-part series about exactly that. And I, I talked about, I went all the way back. I went back to like the, what is it? The statue of Willendorf, which is like this four-inch little statue, which is considered the first porn ever. And um, I did like, yeah, this four part series where I went through all of the ages bringing it to VR. And yeah, I think I think porn has always kind of been there, you know, like the big the big bang in the 70s and the 80s in the porn industry. That's when porn started becoming like house like the stars were like household names at that point, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, you have Debbie does Dallas or even like John Holmes, for instance, you know, those those were names that everybody kind of knew. I don't want to even say Ron Jeremy because but, but insanely because, famous uh, and, what he looks like uh, because he's a gross person. Right, but, but still <laughs> like he and he more than anyone, I would argue, because I remember being mm -hmm. a kid in the 90s. You know, I was born in 1987 and I was growing up knowing that name. Like, why the fuck yeah. am I a child knowing who Ron Jeremy is? Right. Right. And it's just because like the, the, you know, the lines between porn and mainstream are so blended and mixed together now, you know, like you think of celebrities, like, um, I don't know, like Kim Kardashian, like her big break was a leaked sex tape. Mm -hmm. That's what made her famous. Yeah, you know too. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And no one, mm -hmm. of course people like shit on her for it, but in the end, like, isn't she like a millionaire now or her sister's a millionaire? You know, mm -hmm. so I mean, well, I gotta end, I say, think, I mean, porn touches a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think porn was the very one of the first things on my mind when thinking about consumer VR coming out. Like, I, I think I, uh, I, I explored phone uh, VR 
first. And that's like, what do you do on phone VR? Really? There's not a whole mm-hmm. lot to do, but porn is a big part of it because, because yeah. really it's 360 video, right? Right. It's not like an experience. You're walking around courting somebody, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're watching a video and, um, you know, three DOF VR will get you there. And, uh, it was the first thing I wanted to, to, to experience and to see how lifelike it was and to see how cool it was. And, and back then it wasn't great at all and it's but it's making leaps and bounds as every year that goes by it gets better and better and the video quality goes up and the compression ratios go up and you know for the record let's all only share what we're comfortable sharing okay let's sure let's go ahead and start with that um so that being said like can you like do you remember like the first day you know like when you were like okay i'm gonna do this you know Mm -hmm. like Mm because like i remember like this is sorry folks this is a crazy conversation we're about to have but like i remember when i first started like getting into like touching myself as a young person you know and like it was like a big deal you know like i remember that was like a big hurdle that i had to overcome because i knew that was a thing i knew people did it and i knew that for some reason they liked it but i didn't have a full grasp of the thing you know so Mm -hmm, for me mm -hmm. like breaching into something like that was kind of like a big step and i even remember the first time or maybe not specifically but i remember how i felt when i first explored vr adult entertainment as well so do you remember kind of what it was like for you when you like was like all right i'm gonna put this headset on i'm gonna check it out and you know and did you feel like strange or weird kind of getting into it what were your feelings for me i didn't feel strange or weird at all to be honest with you i was like wow this is going to eventually change everything that was like that was that was a big moment as far as like when i was like massive this this is going to help mass adoption of of this technology that i'm so excited for it to evolve and to come into into uh you know the mainstream someday right i mean the the very first thing i ever thought about vr was was gaming absolutely gaming um and being able to to see other people from different places mm-hmm. in my vr environment but very close after that was was porn mm-hmm. for sure and you know you gotta yeah. you gotta give it to sebastian too from mrtv because when we met him yeah i like we're like, hey, can I interview you? He's like, yeah, cool, let's do it. And we go into an interview, and I'm like, what was your first VR experience? He's like, porn. Like, right away. Did yeah. not hesitate. Just came out and said it, yep. you know? And he was like, what, oh, what, you want me to blow smoke up your ass? I'm like, dude, way to keep it real, you yeah. know? And yeah. there's probably a lot of people who maybe their first VR experience is a porn experience. I know, they, they I know people that, that are like, that are like, that I'll be like, VR? Huh? And they're like, How's the porn? Like that's the first <laughs> first thing, and that's what will sell them on it. So Robin yeah. works in the VR porn industry, and um, before you tell us, like you know how you're involved, um, first <laughs> I'd like to ask, you know, did you try this before being involved in the world, or did an opportunity come along that then got you into it? So honestly, the first time I ever put a VR headset on, it was the Rift. Um, and it was at work and I was getting paid for it. Um, I, I didn't really know anything about VR before I started um, actually working with it, which seems kind of silly at the beginning, you know, because I, I had to kind of learn everything from scratch about mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> and because, um, yeah, gaming, I only started gaming like even less than two years ago. So VR gaming is really new for me still comparatively to watching VR porn, which I've been doing um, for a good handful of years now. Interesting. So, (laughs) you know, from my experience, um, VR porn is really um, intense. Like, it is 
it is really immersive, <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, you know, like, and it's just like VR is, you know, like the first time you play super hot and someone's like firing bullets at you and you're like getting out of the way. The first time I scoped out some of this stuff in VR, it was like kind of like some of those moments, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, I've noticed that and for the record, and I mean this, honestly, it's not something that I do regularly, you know, like if I'm going to check it out, this is like a special fucking occasion. Like I'm insanely bored, got way too much time on my hands. And it's like, you know what, let's, let's fucking check this out, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll go down there. But, um, for the most part, it's something that I don't really do, um, very often, you know, mm -hmm. but I do know it's way less often than, than phone porn, you know, <laughs> like way less yeah. often. And I noticed that the two experiences are not the same thing. Not even close. Like yeah. not even fucking close. Like on a phone, I will like, I'll fly all over the place, dude. Like I will get bored in two seconds. Like I'm like, I'll like rip through, I'll rip through them until I get to what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, but I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> and <laughs> VR porn is not that. I, when I've pulled up those videos, I was not in a hurry to change where I was. I wasn't in a hurry to move the experience along, you know, like it was, it's really immersive and it is a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. um, what it what, is. what can of, either puts, of you add to this? It kind of puts you in there, right? I would, I would almost think that it might give someone with intimacy issues, maybe even the possibility of becoming more, um, uh, more comfortable in the situations because they almost feel like they've experienced them before because some of this stuff, man, like the girls will like whisper in your ear and they'll come up and kiss you. And it's very like, it's very immersive. And, you know, I didn't watch a lot of this a while ago either, but since becoming single, it's definitely more yeah, frequent. Totally. It's not like it's not a daily thing, but like, it's definitely more frequent. I feel like I don't have to, um, I don't have to run out there and try to find a real person to have random sexual encounter with. Right. right. You know what I mean? Because I can, I got this great stuff at home and like put this headset on and all of a sudden I'm with this chick and then I can kind of move on with my day. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like, and whatever. You... I mean, for all intents and purposes, you don't have to, like, you can, you get your fucking pick, you know, there's yeah. like infinite yeah. options and they're all very like fantasy, you yeah. know, like they're the things That's that whatever are you not want normal, it to be. you know? So, some of it, some of it not, like you can go down whatever wormhole <laughs> you want to go down, right? True. Like you can, you know, whatever, you, Talk to it's, us, it's all there. Talk to us. Yeah. I mean, like it's, there are infinite, almost, it seems like almost infinite amounts of, of VR porn out there now, you know what I mean? Um, and right now what I do is I, I'm a copywriter. So what I do is I investigate VR porn sites and then I write reviews about them. Um, and then I also take care of a blog where I, I just write about VR porn. And one of those things was actually recently that I wrote was about VR intimacy and like how it, how it affects real life relationships and stuff like that. And even though like there are men and women and people that are going to like satisfy themselves on these sites, there is still there is still a gap and a bridge between that 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 meat sack physical mm -hmm. of being with someone. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But to go back to like Skiva's point about how like you know you don't have to worry about going out and hurting someone's feelings or you know just getting like so nervous, you can go into a VR world, pick pick the person of you know the moment, and and go to town. You know, and mm -hmm. it's it's not even just like that 
that VR porn that shot, you know, like there's, there's all kinds of like sex work going on behind the scenes in other places like VR chat, for instance, or, you know, there's, there's games on, um, on steam, like VR paradise, which is a virtual strip club. I, I, I think, I think, I was just going to say, Skiba, I think you're, you know about that one. I think you're a VIP member of that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know all the, I know all the bouncers and stuff. <laughs> I do. I do. I know the bartenders there. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, there's, we're, so, things are getting exposed in this conversation. All right. There's no, there's no two ways around Well, let's that. not expose too, yeah, much, not too much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fully closed. Yeah. That's funny. But let's be real, right? I don't know why this is such a cliche thing. No one here. Such a no taboo one, thing. Oh, taboo. Such right. a taboo thing. No one on this planet would exist without sex. Let's be real. Yeah. It, it wouldn't happen. You are all the product of something dirty happening. Right? right. So why are we all so like weird about yeah, it? What, I don't yeah, know, that's man. a great question. Robin, what is it? Can like, what is it about like masturbation? Cause we don't talk about this ever unless we're talking about it very, very, um, intentionally, you know, like we're here today holding this space, having a conversation that we know most people are not going to have. And most people don't want to have, nobody wants to talk about their masturbation habits, you know, <laughs> but, but why? <laughs> Why? I mean, I, I think there are a few different reasons. The first one is just like society in general. Like I think many of our cultures, we've been taught that it's bad. You don't touch yourself. You know, you save those bits for marriage. And you know what I mean? Like those are just no, no places unless you're a priest. So like, I'm not really. <laughs> Sorry. <God>. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Oh God! But, um, oh, boy. but yeah, so it, it does come up with like an upbringing and like societal norms. But I think it also just comes to the point too, where like we don't want to leave ourselves vulnerable. You know, if you start talking about very intimate parts of yourself, I think that that leaves you open to a lot of criticism and mm-hmm. you know just maybe fear. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. Like I'm I'm not here sharing my habits by chance, but I, I very well know the habits of the majority of North America. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because, you know, like this is something that most people participate in, right? Like whether, mm-hmm. and I mean, a lot of people and, and porn like, in general, and I would yeah. say pornography, right? Like mm-hmm. I would say probably more people participate in masturbation than they do pornography. Sure. But sure. I would say, a lot, I would say probably guess a large majority of those who masturbate use pornography. You think so? I would think so. I don't uh, know. I, maybe I, I don't know. But may, pff, what do you think, Robin? You're the one with all, all these numbers and stuff. Do you think most people do? <laughs> do I think most people masturbate? Well, no. If like if you're going to, <laughs> will you use pornography? Like how many people? You know, like what percentage of the people who are jerking it are going to use <laughs> porn? Well, you see, the thing is that the like, majority of the porn industry, it's it's made for straight white men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that's what they make it for. That's where they see the most money coming in. So that's what it's being produced. You know what I mean? But it, it leaves out like a whole dem a whole huge demographic of other people in the world, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's it's about like seventy percent, I think, of like people using porn sites are men. Interesting. So let me ask mm. you this then, because you're doing copyright for I'm assuming these videos when you put a headset on to like test this stuff are you behind the eyes of a male yes what is that I like? am 
it's it's pretty immersion breaking. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, at first it's kind of like, Woo-hoo, cool. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, really cool. But then in the in the other sense, it's like, yeah, it's completely immersion breaking. You know, like, um, they do make female POV porn, um, but again, it's not. It doesn't generate the same kind of money. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to that, you know, these studios who are already struggling because this is a niche in itself. Um, you know, you're, you're going to produce where the money is. Um, mm. like I know VR hush, I think has some pretty good female POV porn. If anyone's interested in that. Wow. So this, you know, I find this all, this is all so fucking fascinating. All of it, you know, like <laughs> being able to embody someone who has a body that is opposite of yours is mm. strange, you know? And I mean, I guess women probably have opportunities to do this outside of vr porn way more often than we do as men because a lot of like the default avatars in games are typically masculine Mm. you know like you're playing some fucking Mm. army guy and you look down and it's just a dude running you know like do you is that also immersion breaking for you or have you like learned to kind of become comfortable with that um like personally i'm i'm kind of used to it you know what i mean like i i kind of expect that and even when i play games like with pop one um i i sometimes use the female avatars um, but I usually use, who do I use? I use like the ace. The oh, you ace know, one. I use a female avatar in pop one. I usually do too. Yeah. I, I don't know do. why they're usually that the actually, cooler avatars. That doesn't not, that's not immersion breaking for me, to be honest. I, it, I don't it is a little it. for me. I mean, I look, especially when I look and I see like girl hands and long nails because they do a great job with the mm. avatars in population one. So it's a little, you know, maybe yeah. it is a little bit, but I get over it really yeah, fast. Yeah. Me too. Me too. For sure. I think it would be mm-hmm. different if I looked down and and my dude was gone you know what i mean like that would probably feel a little interesting especially because like i said i mean this really is trans transportive you know like it is a different experience to me to watch a porn through a vr headset than it is to see it on a phone it is like night and day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know what there's there's still a lot of people that are using like phone powered viewers like the google cardboard a lot of websites like i think I think Bedoink, Bedoink VR, they, they send you a free Google Cardboard type headset when you join a membership. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, there are a lot of people that are getting them. But even, like, um, an ex-partner of mine, they told me, like, oh, VR, that's weird. Like, I tried it on my phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah. there's still a lot of people doing it. So in the articles that I write, I have to include that. And I have to test that as well, Well, you know, and it is night and day. (laughs) You know, I personally am not in a hurry to use my expensive VR equipment and like computer and stuff like that to navigate these types of websites because a lot of times it's so easy to infect your shit cruising Mm -hmm. around looking for porn on the internet, you Mm -hmm. know, and I guess that's primarily Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people are looking for free porn, Mm -hmm. you know, and I guess free versus paid is a whole other kind of conversation, you know, but uh, you're out there looking for shit on the internet. And I mean, when I was younger and just trolling around on the internet, being a horny little fucking teenager, I fucked up my computer royally. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I learned from that. And like now, like, I'm not really in a hurry to use my quest. It's funny how viruses are my PC. It's funny how viruses are, 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 in the conversation whether you're using a pc to, have, to, to get with someone or not right like like yeah so it's like gotta stay clean <laughs> so um you know what about the next thing from meta 
Meta? Meta? Yeah, meta. meta. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> the quest condom. There you go. Um, do, you know, um, do you know of any instances where, like, VR headsets have been, like, compromised or, like, you know, systems are compromised as a result of, like, surfing around doing this shit, you know? Or is it all pretty good for the most part in your experience? You know, like, can people browse confidently or should they still be really careful? I think if, I think if you're browsing free sites... You should definitely err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have what with pay sites or like you know premium sites, a lot of the time that stuff is a lot safer, and you can just download it, you know, straight onto your headset or onto your PC first to vet it. Um, and so that's that's what I normally do. But yeah, the second you get into free corn, it that's when it starts to get a little like mm-hmm. you you don't know what you're gonna click on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that's just a that's just a, a conversation about internet internet security viruses and malware you know True. It, it's it is what it is people will always try to accomplish their agenda especially on their free uh, on the people that are not paying for their products mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, you, you know i wish i had a poll going right now because i would love to see what people like how how long until this video gets demonetized <laughs> right that would be a great instantly. yeah that would be a great little poll <laughs> so one thing one thing that you said that you um that you like had uh, researched or talked about and that i want to get into is the effects of vr porn and like your relationship you know or like let's say you know like you're married which i am you know like what let's let what can you say about this topic can you can you start us off yeah, well, there's a lot of kind of things to break down first, right? You know, like, w- you know, we're talking about porn so far as, as like this just like really good normal thing, which which is great. And I think there are super good aspects about it. Um, but there also are the bad parts of porn. You know, there is a really bad history. Um, you know, if you've seen the news in the last couple of years, you've seen a lot of stuff coming up by a specific tube site that people use quite often and so so there is a bad side to porn and I think I think people see that and they don't want to be associated with it first of all but then those who are um I don't know like for me for instance I'm going to go off track a little bit maybe um so I watch I watch a lot of VR porn like it's just it's just my job and so I don't use it for personal reasons Mm -hmm. like at all Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so completely desensitized to it that like when I see it's just like normal like I'll I'll start to do, like do work on my phone and then in public and then be like oh, I can't do this here like I'm gonna get a fine or something you know like it's just so normal and I'm I am completely desensitized to it I think um so that that makes me question it makes me think if if someone else like in their personal time is watching as much porn as I am I feel like they they would probably feel like some sort of desensitization too, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Well, I think you get desensitized <laughs> to everything, right? We we murder all the time in VR, and we become desensitized to that. I mean, whatever you yeah. see constantly, you're going to become desensitized to eventually. Well, but we don't become desensitized to actual murder. We just become desensitized because you don't do it all the time. If you murdered people all the time, you'd become desensitized to that too. Yes, yes, yes. That's mm-hmm. true. But what we're talking about is like stuff that like. Spit like, tr- like spills over, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're talking about the the shit that yeah. spills over, you know. Because like, in before we get off of this, you know, like, what would you say in your experience, in your professional opinion, would be like unhealthy pornography behavior, right? Like, when should you like look at what you're doing and be like, oh wait a second, maybe I have a problem here? 
if you if you have a partner, you know, um, if if they don't know you're doing it, that could be a problem. That means maybe you're feeling that there's a problem and you have to hide that from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when it comes to like the our intimacy and relationships, um, it's it's about communication and it's about consent. Those are two huge things. You know what I mean? Like if you know, like my part my partner's super cool with what I do and is not even weirded out at all (laughs) which is awesome and it's cool but there are a lot of people that are not comfortable with it and that's okay too you know because the industry does kind of create like these almost unattainable ideals and people confuse the fantasy with reality you know like I, i i hate to burst bubbles here but i'm gonna do it it's most of that stuff scripted. I used to write porn. I used to be a porn script writer and those positions are scripted. The, you know, the verbiage is scripted. It's, it's not real. It's acting, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's hard to distinguish that, especially when you're in such an intimate moment. You know what I mean? You're, like none, none of your blood's up here anymore. And, <laughs> right. and like you know? the way, you know, the way yeah. you view the world when you are sexually aroused is a completely, di- it's like looking through a completely new set of eyeballs. You know, yeah. like we were talking mm-hmm. about this the other day, but like, you know, if you're fucking horny enough, you might risk like getting caught, you know, having sex in public just because you are on it, you know, like you're like, Oh no, we're doing this. You know, like people do crazy shit all the time because they're sexually aroused, you know? And there's then, I mean, I mean, I'm sure anybody out there who's had sex before knows that they almost become a new fucking entity while they're doing that shit. (laughs) And then it's like afterwards, like you look over at your partner and like you go back to being who you were before that. You're like, okay, so anyway, (laughs) you know, like uh, let's relax a little bit again. You know, it's like, it is, it's crazy how we almost transform when we enter that space and we like start to participate in a lot of that stuff. And, um, you know, I think you mentioning consent is probably the key, right? Like you gotta be, gotta keep it real about this stuff, you know? And if you are in a relationship with someone and like you are using VR porn every day and like trying to hide it, you know, like maybe you should just keep it real and like, just go tell them oh, like, Hey, this is something I do. That goes, that goes with everything, man. You, you gotta be in, in any successful relationship. You just have to be a good person, be truthful, be honest, you know, that, that's kind of what builds the foundations of relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes with all different aspects from sexual to non-sexual. Well, personally. and I guess I just want to get a little bit of clarification from Robin here on this, because like, you know, I try to reflect often on my behavior of all kinds, you know, like, in my life of all the things that I do, I try to reflect. And this area is no exception. You know, there's been plenty of times in my life where I reflect on my own behavior and I'm like, is this healthy? You know, like, do I do this too often? You know, like, do I indulge in this kind of content too much? Is this having an adverse effect on my ability to be intimate otherwise, you know, but it could be, it could be so hard to identify when you've been, you know, too, too deep. You know what I mean? So are there any like, um, you know, other like, you know, maybe like red flags or like things that you would say people should look out for? Because at the end of the day, I would I bet you there's a lot of people out there who struggle with porn addiction where like as mm-hmm. soon as they get off of it, it's like, oh, well, I'm not doing anything. So, you know, and they just like keep going back to it. And it's like becomes this like endless cycle that they can't escape from, which I'm. I'm going on the record and say I'm not in an endless cycle of porn destruction, you know, but I do really try to, to, to like witness my behavior and try to be healthy about all the stuff that I do. So is there anything that, um, you know, sticks out when I bring this up? 
Um, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's also just, it's being honest with yourself. You know, I think if you, if you get to the point where you're already questioning, is this too much? You might have to break it down and be like, why would, why would I even think this is too much? Right. Is something hurting? I know that sounds bad, but like, is something hurting? Have I hurt my partner? Right. I know. No, <laughs> this is legit. Like, I'm, I'm like right here with you. <laughs> no, just don't, just ignore him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to be mature about this. (laughs) But I think, I think it's different for everybody. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a different threshold and I think you just have to be honest with yourself. And if, if you find yourself just watching VR porn all day, you know, maybe, maybe try to like have a a conversation with yourself and figure out why, Mm -hmm. what, what else in your life, like, why is there nothing else in your life that you want to do instead of this? You know, because mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't be the person that says, you know, this is too much That's or this true. is, you know, like because everybody is so different. Right. And, you know, sex and in like intimacy and all of that, it is mm-hmm. such a profound expression. And I use the word expression on this show all the fucking time because I feel like that is I often feel like that is at the core nature of existence like it is why we are here is to express ourselves and sexual expression is such a huge huge part of the human experience you know and everyone expresses themselves differently and it's no different than like in art for example you can give the same canvas and paintbrush to a hundred different artists and have an insane variety of of products as a result of that you know and sex is no different than that it's all expression it all comes mm-hmm. down to expression so if if you're into like the super you know like i don't know like dungeon style shit you know like uh, bdsm i think it's called you know like that stuff like that's your expression there's nothing good or bad about that it just it's like art you know like you're expressing yourself you're vibing you know you're feeling it you're connecting like that is that is really what it's all about isn't it yeah, well, that connection for sure. And then again, I, I keep saying it, but then again, it comes down to consent as well, you know, especially in BDSM, you know, relationships and stuff like that. If if there is not clear communication and not clear consent, that's where you're bordering like some very dangerous territory, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I know there's a lot of that stuff online, you know? And uh, and that's that's kind of like, the dirty underbelly of the industry, I think, is the stuff that's going on without permission. Mm-hmm. Without permission, yeah, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, not necessarily like, um, I don't want to say the R word, but not necessarily rape, but I just mean, you know, like if say you have mm. you do a video with your partner mm. consensually, mm. but then you break up and one of those partners shares the video or puts it online, you know, mm-hmm. that that's. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like, no, it is. that's yep. really fucked up. And that can ruin somebody's life because society sees that as bad, unless you're Kim Kardashian. Well, mm. I, th- I think this is a really important conversation to have right now because this stuff will, it, right now it's like not super, super available. You know, A, you got to have like a headset and I guess a cardboard yeah. would work too, right? But like still, it's not as, as like accessible as just grabbing your phone and opening it up you know, a website. Um, so there is that aspect of it. And then two, the technology is still kind of like rough, you know, like we're not quite there. You know, we don't have like the teledildonics all set up and dialed, you know, like we don't have all of that shit, you know, and 
I have yeah. seen some uh, some takes on the internet, and one that I thought was really good, uh, where someone was talking about VR arcades, and they were like, "The only way I see VR arcades succeeding in the future is if they are adult entertainment." And I was like, "Oh!" And uh, that really got the gears turning for me, and I was like, "Yeah, I can yeah. see that because." You know, at this point, we don't have any reason to go to a VR arcade. None. Zero. Other than like, I don't know, maybe making well, a video kind of, to promote it or something. What happened with regular arcades too? I mean, you know, it gets to a point where the technology becomes so cheap and readily available that everything is available in someone's house. Right. You but, know, I mean, but what are you going to do in a VR arcade that you would... That you would do like well here's the thing you're not going to buy teledildonics right especially if you are one of those people who's not open about what they're does everyone here are. know what teledildonics is i don't know I if mean, it's something we should explain. yeah it's like a, a machine that emulates the shit in in vr yeah and it can connect via the internet to other people and synchronize its actions um not even necessarily we're there though yeah we're there a program but but, you know this stuff exists people use this stuff in vr chat and neos and all different ways along with things like you know i don't want to bring b haptics into this but haptics vests and stuff like that to touch you know and 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 things people are banging in vr right now. so i guess what i'm getting at here is that like you know obviously vr porn is not i mean well and this is the question like is vr porn cheating you know, and, and when, when does it become cheating if it's not right? Like, like what level of immersion does it become like not faithful, you know, because I imagine when he started mentioning that, I was like, Oh my God, there's a guy who's driving home from work. Who's just going to swing through the VR arcade, put his dick in a machine, blow a load into it and then drive home to his family, you know, like, and then that's the question. It's like, is he like cheating? Like, or is he just like masturbating, you know? And like, is the level of immersion of the experience the difference? Dude, I don't, you, I don't know about going to a place where you get to put your stuff in something. Like, I feel like that sounds like extremely. Dude, people like, do it with God, humans, and that you can't with clean humans. A, sure, a but, machine, but or you can't clean yeah, a human but, like you can't a machine. I don't know, man. Very true. Know. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> it's way safer, and you're not actually doing it with a person, and that's why. But are you, you going to go it. and inspect the machine to make sure it's been fully cleaned properly? Dude, with bacteria. I don't are know. You, are you expecting I the fork at the restaurant that they give you? Make sure that the last person bring my own used fork, it? don't you? Yeah, yeah fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I do think about that yeah, sometimes. People just like, on the forks. I might. Mouths. I might. This it's was in a thousand strangers' mouths. Wow. Well, there goes the restaurant experience for me. Thanks, Alex. Whatever. You're restaurant experience died when you went vegan it did it really did you're right you're absolutely right god but anyway so you can see my question here right like like and and i'm not expecting either of you to to know the answer to this but like like it's it's an interesting fucking thing you know so so we're talking about what when it becomes unfaithful if Uh, you're not because because i think think robin kind of mentioned that already yeah right like it really comes down to to your relationship yeah can you talk to your person about this yeah you know and if you can't that's probably a problem and i think i think a more maybe a more interesting conversation is this erb is it called erb is that right what? ERP, 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 erotic role play. Yes, yeah. erotic role play and things like VR chat and Neos and stuff like this, where people are using teledildonics to actually affect the person on the other side of the heads on the other side of the internet. That's weird. That is that is a I think a that's a really interesting um, a conversation about what would be like if you are in a relationship, if you're married, let's say, maybe you have kids, I don't know. If are you is that cheating? 
you know, because there's a live person on the other side. Yeah, of, and then like, what if it's not? You know? What if it is the same experience for you as a mm -hmm. user, but you know that it's a program? You know, yeah. like even yeah. though it's the same experience to you, does the knowledge of it having a human on the other end of it make a difference? Well, think, I mean, Robin? you know, the, a lot of this too, there's this full body tracking and you talk, the microphones are active, the teledaltonics are active, so the haptics are active. I want to stay away. Very... I want to stay away from multiplayer because okay, okay. that is, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, don't do that with other people, right? Don't If you are intimate, in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, a committed, um, mutually exclusive relationship, do not engage in any intimacy and in any intimate energy at all including texting frankly with another person agreed right? like, you can't agreed. send cute texts to someone when you're married so right. you can't have internet sex with someone when you're <laughs> and i agree but I agree. what if Some, there's no yeah. person like what if i was sending intimate text messages to an ai that was programmed to respond to me Ooh, that's is that cheating interesting Wow, is that oh directed to me? I don't know. Oh, I'm boy. just I'm just throwing shit question. out there. I'm so, waiting for someone to, to bite yeah. one of my hooks here. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We've we've seen <laughs> we've seen some interesting uh, things like like uh, like Ex Machina, uh, some movies oh, like Ex Machina, that. such yeah. a fucking um, good movie. If you've never seen Ex Machina, go yeah, watch. It's that super shit. good. We've seen stuff like uh, uh, um, Black Mirror, right, where someone you know someone's spouse dies, and then they order an AI version that comes in like a robotic yeah. body that simulates that person almost to a T. So it's it's interesting, right? Because I think as we as we progress down into the future, I think we're going to get to a point where it's going to be very hard to distinguish between uh, artificial intelligence and, and actual human consciousness. Um, so I don't know. Is that cheating? I mean, I think it would be you're having an intimate moment with something other than your partner. I don't know. I mean, this is man. It's, it's, like, it's oh. really fucking hard to answer. That is because then like then I could ask you if you say it is, then I mm -hmm. can say, what if I had a dream last night? that I had sex with someone. Well, because, but you don't have a conscious choice in that. You were, you know, if, no, not really. I I, said I, no. no. In your dream, a lot of times you can't control what's happening. I mean, unless you're a good lucid dreamer, um, I feel like sometimes things happen in dreams and like the, I don't know, you're, you're, I would argue that you are quintessentially still yourself, huh. even though you're dreaming. Hmm. Well, I and don't you know. might make decisions that would be atypical of <clears throat> what you would decide in the real world. But, mm -hmm, mm -hmm quintessentially it's still you that's, yeah that's my argument sure and and that that could very well be more um i don't know because like when you go somewhere and you do something i go into i'm putting on a headset i'm firing up a website i'm clicking on this thing every step of that has to do with me doing this having thing. intention yeah. having intention to do that thing when you're in a dream state it's almost more like um you know things are happening to me and in that moment how are you re responding to those things that are happening to you so what if i went to bed wishing i had a dream where i was sleeping with okay sure else? now sure. that so anyway what question. i'm getting yeah, at yeah. here is that this is fucking gray all yeah. of this is gray 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 yeah. there is no black and white here like yeah. And, 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 you know, Delirium Drew in the chat. Hey, what's up, Mateo? He's here. No more flirting with Alex over text. Sorry, baby. <laughs> you know, I, gotta, I gotta stay faithful. What's up, Mateo? Um, what's up, Delirium yeah, Drew? Yeah, you know, Drew. Oh, so hey, Creeper Betty too. in there for and a minute, though, Betty. too. Everybody's here. Thanks, what's guys, up? for showing up. Um, you know, Drew says cheating is up to the two people or more in the adult relationship, and I think that really is it. Yeah. And Robin, I hate that you fucking hit the nail on the head so early in the conversation, but... Mm you did like you have to talk to your partner 
period. Yeah. If this is something that you are excited about, interested in, even remotely, and it makes you feel away, it makes you feel kind of strange, mm-hmm. it, it, you should probably talk to your partner if you want it to be something that you, that you do. And if you know that they're going to say, I'm uncomfortable with that, then you have a decision to make, right? Like, mm-hmm. What's more mm-hmm. important to you, yeah. making your partner comfortable or getting off on, on VR in, whenever you feel like it? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you think you know, like again, not trying to bring behaptics into it. Wait, um, by all means, and just... for the record, we've been reached out to by companies, you know, and like I'm sure of it. We've like <laughs> gone back and forth on it. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say you should expect to see any involvement, but I also would not say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and stuff like that. Like, just just think about how intimate and how immersive it is, even when you just like you you hug your friend. When you're wearing, you know, like in, in Neos, you know what I mean? You say hi to your friends, you give them a hug and it's like, I'm hugging. I'm almost hugging this person. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think, I think, you know, we've talked about it in the past too, about just how, how VR is just so much more real for some people than it is others. You know, like on social media, we see a lot of stuff about like, oh, it's just a game. Shut up. Oh, it's not real. Like you're crazy. You know, like using terminology like that but like for me um when i go into vr it's it's obviously not as real as this meat sack feels to me mm-hmm. but it it feels like it could be me like especially when i go into neos there's there's one particular avatar that i i just i saw it and i connected with it right away and it, it felt like an extension of me so if we're running around in in virtual worlds feeling these kinds of emotions and these intimacies already that has to like fill over when it comes to like our sexuality. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, you mentioned something there that like gave me a really warm and fuzzy feeling when you said that, like (laughs) you saw this avatar and like you entered it and it felt good and it felt like an extension of you. I often feel like our bodies are like literally the same fucking thing. Like you inhabit your body like your body is an extension of you but there is a huge separation between the you and the meat sack you know and that's why we're able to talk about all this stuff because when we are in virtual experiences the you know your brain doesn't care anymore you know like your brain says i don't care if it's the meat sack or not i'm gonna start taking this shit seriously and that's evidence uh, there's evidence of that in any fucking richie's plank video that you ever watch like with these fuckers jumping off the end of this thing like they know they're in vr but it only takes them two seconds to jump with both hands extended fucking swan dive off this shit and into their tv so imagine a VR porn experience where the plank is there in front of you. People are jumping yeah. off, you know, and it's like that can really have an effect. You know, it can have a profound impact on your on your real life, I would say. Yeah, but then but then there are like cool parts, but even cooler parts, too. You know, like I think like going back to Teledildonics, um, like I think it's Love Vents is the brand. Um, and I think it's they have a capability. That, wow excuse me, capability um, through their app, which allows you to record sessions that you've had with partners. And then you can just like stick that guy back on at a later date and have the same Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. That goes into a whole nother set of moral implications, like recording your sexual activity, not just in video, but your actual motions to be felt again at another Mm. time. 
That's kind of wow. That's kind of weird because that's like uh, then like cheating. You think cheating if you have an entire computer full of all your ex partners. And anytime you've ever had sex with someone, it's recorded to re-experience on the fly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's an app with your like you twin it with your phone or Mm -hmm. whatever device you're using, and you can just relive it. So then I wonder if you can. I wonder if you can then distribute those patterns on the internet as well right like imagine yeah. you have an intimate moment with someone and that feeling and the motions and all of, you know every bit of energy you put into that can then be distributed almost like if you recorded your session on video and put that out there for somebody right how how much yeah. wow this is all wow so sure. and you know i want to bring it back to the arcade thing real quick because you know i personally even though it didn't really seem like anybody agreed with me i still think that there that there's something here because I would not be in a hurry, even if I was open about it, to have like a, a, a sex robot in my house, you know, which is basically what this is. Like we're talking yeah. about a fucking sex robot. No, because we had porn theaters for a while there, right? Mm-hmm. But there was this there's this real weird thing about that whole thing being seen going into one of those. Even even renting porn from video stores, you you, you know, That's you might want to go there and rent a porn for the night or something. I don't know, but you're not going to walk in pick something out while everyone looks at you picking out your porn and going up to the counter and checking out right now you actually have to stick your stuff in things i think they were but that's what i'm saying uh, there's some people that will but some people that will want to that will never ever go down that route i know i would never walk into a place like that i would i don't know well I don't know. remember when we were at that head shop like a year ago and we there was a porn rack and like we were talking about we're like who the fuck comes in here yeah and yeah, buys yeah. a magazine and yeah. the guy who was working the counter was like a lot of people wow yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so i think yeah. just because you don't doesn't mean yeah. that there aren't a lot of people yeah that do. true this and is true like i said yeah. i don't want a sex robot in my in my room right but maybe and i'm not saying I but do, what but if, maybe but if i want single. to experience one if you're single, I mean, Even fuck, still. I might have a sex robot in my room if I had the choice. <laughs> I bet, well, you, I bet yeah, you would. Stick I that shit in the closet. But it might be out. easier to just stop on your way home from work, you sure. know? Like, sure. That's what I'm getting at. Sure. I feel like some people will. I can yeah. see it happening. It's a big old machine. I wonder, can the it. sex robot like clean my room and stuff too? <laughs> can it be an actual robot? Like, <laughs> other things as well? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, you think about it, like, with when peep shows, yeah, and sex theaters, like, became the big thing and like it was 60s 70s ish or so they became like such a big thing and i know there there's here one there's one in montreal here that's still like alive and kicking um but yeah you you, you don't go in there because yeah. if you do i've heard that there are um i don't want to i'm not saying anything bad about people without homes but there are a lot of homeless people that can go in there and watch you just mm-hmm. and they kind of just like yeah, hide in the corners and jerk off, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. See, that's kind of like is that consensual? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess if you're walking in the, in the door, place. if you're walking in the door, anything that happens in there is consensual, right? <laughs> like you're well, there. I, I gotta say, I've never had to click accept to so many comments yeah, in the chat. I know. That's funny. Do we have like, a fucking mod in the chat? Like, what are you guys making us yeah, do this I could just turn that shit off do and we... make it so anything flies, but I have to do some no. next show. But yeah. I wouldn't, I don't want to do that because... Yeah, I got to give some more people mod rights. Yeah, we do need some mods. Oh, PD is a mod. Yeah, PD, on, if PD. you're watching, just accept everything unless unless it's super terrible. Yeah, unless, <laughs> unless, it's, unless there's hate in it. Like, really, anything goes yeah, yeah. here as long as it's not hateful. Yep. You know, and that will always be the case on our show. Like, period. So you can 
count on us to keep it fucking real here and um and you know not mess around have those hard conversations yeah. absolutely yeah so what um because we're kind of getting there a little bit now um robin <laughs> what are like some misconceptions or like some stuff that you can clear up for us you know because i'm sure there are a lot of ideas about vr porn or a lot of like misconceptions that exist that you know maybe if people understood a little bit better they could navigate the space a little better you know so is there anything that comes to mind when i ask that like is there anything that you think would be easy to clear up oh my gosh i want to be like is there an example yeah. <laughs> um i'm not sure yeah no pressure you know but <laughs> but like a lot of times you know people who work intimately with stuff like this they yeah. encounter a lot of like common reactions, you know, someone be like, Oh, isn't it this? And then you have to like explain to them, no, it's not that it's X, Y, and Z, you know? And, um, I always want to make sure that, you know, when we have a guest on the show that they have an opportunity to kind of alleviate some of that stuff, you know, like for example, yeah. one of the things I saw in chat was that there, and you've kind of touched on this is that there really isn't a lot of female friendly VR porn that exists, you know, as a female mm -hmm. in VR, you know, do you feel that like, do you, do you think that there are still enough resources and i know you've talked about that a little bit but i'm just using that as an example of what something that uh maybe we can go into before we start to wrap up the show i mean if if we're talking about female pov porn um there's there's definitely not a lot about it um but i i think i think they're using it yeah do, do women not like is there mm -hmm. like is there like i mean i imagine that there's like a disparity between like porn consumption with men and porn consumption with women like I imagine men have a different intention maybe when they go into a pornography experience. Is that true? I mean, I think if, if you're going to watch porn, it's to get off. Yeah. That's really the only intention. Are, right? right. Like I, I would, unless you're mean, you get paid to watch it and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not do that. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know, just with porn, with VR porn, I just, it would just be great if, people just talked about it a little more and, and had honest conversations about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause there's good and there's bad, like anything else. And, um, I think, I think there's a lot of possibility. And I think, again, it's going to push VR forward. Like right now, you know, watching, I think I saw in the chat, someone mentioning like, you know, the, the, the VR porn that you watch, it's, it's janky. It's full of like, yeah, it is. You actually. know, I definitely experienced oh. a little bit of jank. And it's nauseating and it, and it comes down to like actually just taking measurements and stuff, you know, like my, my biggest pet peeve when it comes to VR porn is when a producer um, directs uh, one of the talent to come in and kiss um, the person who's wearing the camera. Right. Cause for me, it's just like a giant beak yeah. coming in at you. Yeah. you know True. I mean? But I gotta say, that's probably my favorite thing. I gotta be honest with you, because like, if you close your eyes, like it's happening, it's very immersive. Just wow. saying, just saying. And this is what yeah, I was talking about cool. when I said intentions, right? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. cause you said everyone's intention is to get off and maybe that's true at a very, at a very like meta scale, but like, we connect with this stuff differently, you know, like to some people, it's like, get that fucking blurry shit out of my face. And to some people, it's like, this is a good, like intimate moment that I'm glad that I'm having, you know? So I think um, women and men, and I'm speaking broadly here, so forgive me, but I feel like women and men um, primarily like at, at a core are, are different, you know, and have different perspectives and almost different intentions when it comes to sex, you know, like as a man, like we're like hard fucking wired to spread our shit as 
as into as many places as we can you know like it's mm-hmm. it is a phys- physiological really intense drive that i don't know yeah. that women can relate to i mean i don't know that they can't but i also am not sure that they can you know like i like it's like need to procreate need to procreate and that's i think mm-hmm. what drives a lot of my own personal behavior is that like primal urge you know i'm not sure that i mean do you think that women have a similar primal urge that they need to satisfy and and do you think porn in vr helps to alleviate that so i actually funny enough i i watched a tiktok just this week um and it was someone who was talking about um yeah so i guess the intent like i can't speak for everybody but generally between men and women is that men it's like you said they they want to sow their seed they want to um like porn for them is so much more physical you know what I mean? It's the physicality of it. It's, you know, it's like sharing your seed and, mm-hmm. you know, your one partner can only have you type of thing. Whereas women tend to be um, more emotionally attached mm-hmm. when it comes to that stuff. So, you know, when you think of like um, some porn, for instance, is like really, really rough. You know what I mean? But there's also porn that's very sensual and very, you know, couple friendly that like, um I know women, some women that do prefer that, you know what I mean? Because you, you can get intimate and you can get emotional, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think that's, you don't, you don't, if it's that not TikTok black and white. is correct. <laughs> right. And, and I mean, you know, it depends on the fucking day and time and what you had for breakfast sometimes, you know, you like, yeah. like we're very dynamic yeah. creatures, you know, and just because, yeah. you know, you enjoyed the rough thing today doesn't mean tomorrow that you're not going to be trying to see the soft, intimate, sensual thing, you know? Yeah. Need to be defined yeah, by but our I yeah, habits. I'd love to see I'd love to see more like um female POV porn. You know, but I, I don't think that's the future of VR porn. You know what I mean? I think the future really is in in virtual worlds where people are exploring with and each other. Connecting yeah. with each other. Yep. Or with I, some I think, kind of you know, AI or NPC. Porn. Sorry? Or maybe some kind of AI or NPC where you can be in there by yourself, but you're not, right? It's more of an environment in a, in a, in a full situation as opposed to watching this video and you can't have any real interaction with it except pretending you're being part of it, right? So I think, yeah, I think that could right. definitely be a, a big part in the future is, is more interactivity um, in, in VR porn scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And also just, yeah, like things that don't break that immersion, you know, like mm-hmm. even... Um, you know, when you look at a lot of like male POV VR porn, um, most of these actors are, are white. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So imagine being a person of color and looking down and seeing white hands. Maybe he's got a tattoo on his forearm and all of a sudden you're looking, you're like, and in in another way, I got to tell you, most porn stars are very well endowed. So that's very immersion breaking for me too. I look down, I'm like, that's definitely not me. (laughs) Nope. Nobody is. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, I I don't know. Again, it just it always comes down to consent and communication and just making sure that you feel okay and if you're feeling bad when you're doing it, stop for a bit or try something else. Mm-hmm. Or uh pay for your porn. Or pay for it. Wow, that's a fucking crazy ass concept. 
Huh. In, in a world Imagine. where, in a world where, <laughs> so much, in a world <laughs> where so much free porn exists, it's a, it's a weird. It's almost as a regular person out here looking in. It's hard to imagine paying for porn for me. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's endless rivers of this stuff everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all free, and it's like, wow. Well, why am I? Gonna, why am I going to pay for it again? Mm-hmm. And and for sure, like it would be like, why do our Patreons support us, right? Why do people um, uh, like Sterling, like Sterling that just gave us a super <laughs> chat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Why why do that when it's all free anyway? So maybe maybe my mindset is just off, and I should be like, I should support these people, you know. But it's like such a you know, I, when you don't spend a lot of time with something, you don't always think right. that way. You know right. What I mean? so. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Z Storm's like, all right, who can be honest? Who's paid for it? You know, I want to uh, see. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. If, if you're comfortable sharing, you know, have you paid for it? Yes or no in the chat? Um, I actually have not. And I have thought about it. Um, and I see why you would. But I have never, ha- never, never been pushed far yeah. enough to, to make to make the purchase there's, and like i was just saying there's just so much of it that's free i've never yeah. even thought about it i'm like and i mean maybe that makes me a bad person for not wanting to support these people that are out there doing these things right but like there's just so much well, i hear there's, there's a so shitload much. of money in this like are these companies doing pretty good robin um let's just say over covid a lot of these companies made some bank <laughs> wow. You know I never what I even mean? thought of a during the of pandemic. Them. Yeah. But um yeah. but think about it. Like if you I don't I don't think you're a bad person or you're wrong, Skiba, and I think a lot of people feel the same way that you do about it. Um when I look at it, I think about if I went to my job every single day and had to create and I had to write and then not get paid for it because everyone expected me just to do it for free, how would that how would that work mm-hmm. you know how would you feel if you had to go to work every single day and someone's like yeah you're gonna do all this work <laughs> too bad if you get to see anything from it mm-hmm. you know it's like that's a little that's such, tiny that's a bit like problem. with what the content mm-hmm. creators on youtube do a lot right like yeah. you know a little bit like we put in so much work for our passion and we usually don't mm-hmm. see a dime from it so but yeah yeah but i can't imagine people are signing up for porn out of passion. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i know. Money. <laughs> I know this is this is true but you know i think things like just i think things like OnlyFans are is a good thing right because it provides a safe place for people to do the th- the things that they want to be able to do in a safe environment oh, yeah. right and get paid for it by the people who are really fans of these people so i, right. I, I think platforms yeah. like that are very important and you know to and exist. i think the theme of this whole fucking mm-hmm. show is that like at the end of the day none of us are strangers to this do you notice how everyone chat has something to say mm-hmm. you know but meanwhile we that. all exist in vr and this is never a thing that comes up we never want to talk about this as an equal contributor to the VR space, but at the end of the day, it absolutely is. And for people like Robin, it's a primary contributor to the VR space because this is the shit that's paying her fucking bills. Boom. Well, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, I was trying to respond to Sterling there in the chat. And I realized I don't have to chat. I can just say it. <laughs> yeah. This is the perk of being on the show. Um, and, but I missed what you said, Alex. I'm so sorry. Oh, um... <laughs> I don't know. I missed what I said too. <laughs> oh, we got ten. It's okay. We've got ten bucks from Creeper Betty PSVR. What's up, Creeper Yay. Betty? Yay. That's Thank right. you oh, 
so much. You too. She says hugs to you all. Robin, I love you. I think you're great. <laughs> awesome subject. I only have Oculus Thank and PSVR, you. but I've always wondered. And and that is what I was saying. I was saying that this there's is there's lots on Oculus you can get to. Right. Yeah, by the true. way, Use on the Quest, it. there is a lot, um, a lot. But I was I was saying that it's it's that. You know, the theme of the show really has been that this is something that we are all aware of. It's something that's very prominent. It's something that um, we all pretend isn't an equal contributor to the VR space. But for people like you, it's it's more than that. Like, this is something that is a yeah. primary contributor to the VR space. So, um, you know, what do you think? Do you wish uh, that, you know, there was like more people talking about this stuff? Do you think people are talking about it enough? I don't think people are talking about it enough, but I, I think... Um, a lot of us, including myself, even to an extent, are not educated enough on all of the all of the aspects that are part of it. You know, like mm -hmm. we could we could go really deep and you know and talk about you know like like the racism that's that's in the porn industry mm -hmm. and stuff like that. There are just there are so many facets to talk about, um, and we sometimes forget about that. And that's why at, with at work I like to explore that a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I. Uh, um, Duty, for instance, I know he's been creating a spreadsheet about games, like VR games and accessibility and stuff. Um, and he kind of inspired me to to look into VR porn sites. Yeah, yeah, I love you. <laughs> yeah, Duty, um, Duty's go doing good for the VR world. But to look into VR porn sites that are making things accessible and are they accessible to people with certain disabilities? And mm -hmm. so next week, that's what I get to explore and learn more about. And every time I write something, I learn more about VR, I learn more about porn, and I learn more about humanity. And I love that. <laughs> well, and we're looking forward to you sharing your perspective with us again in the future. You know, this has been oh, a show that we have wanted to have talking about the adult industry in VR since we started. Mm -hmm. And now we've finally been able to, thanks to you, Robin's reality. Um, yes. You know, what's the deal? How, how would you prefer people follow you and stay up to date with what you're before that? I want to say real quick. Thank you to delirium drew for that $5 super chat as well. Uh, talking about tonight's pop one lobby. Thank you, drew. I was going to get into that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but fair anyway. enough. <laughs> so, uh, what, what did I just say? You were talking about uh, how can how can people oh, yeah. how, how can, can people get yeah, to you? Yeah, what do we do, Robin? Like, are you? Uh, is it, I think you're on Twitter primarily right now. Are you doing anything else, or should we go to Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Twitter is the best place. Like, I have a Facebook account that I really only open to use my Quest Two. I don't use it for anything. Um, I have an Instagram, but it's mostly pictures of my cats. Nice. If you want to see that, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when when a when it's about VR, it's all on my Twitter. Twitter is the place to be for that. And um, if you have questions or you ever want to chat about stuff and not feel, you know, feel weird or shamed about it, um, my DMs on um, Discord are always open too. It's Robin's Reality 5884. Beautiful. So, and, you know, I will uh, also, I want to go ahead and say too that while you are so connected with the adult industry in VR, I know you as a gamer in VR, you know, like I don't think that, um, you know, our viewers today should be in a hurry to define you by your involvement in this industry. You know, like I've hung out with Robin in VR a handful of times. We've had plenty of opportunities to connect and talk and we don't talk about VR porn. 
You know what I mean? Where we talk about the games we're playing, you know? So, mm-hmm. and, and that goes across the board, folks. Like, let's not be in a hurry to identify, uh, to, um, you know, define each other by the things that we're saying and doing, because at the end of the day, we're all so dynamic and there's so much about us, you know, and I don't think that any of us deserve that. So while you do deserve to be recognized for your con- contributions in the adult industry, I certainly <laughs> hope that uh, everyone here does not define you by that and, um, you know, is able to reach out and connect with you in the same way that we've been able to. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I might, like I said, I, sometimes it takes me a little long to get back. Um, my ADHD acts up a lot. Um, but when I do, I'm, I'm there to share whatever knowledge I have. Cause I think that's the point of having knowledge. You to share it. are the best. Thank you so much. Robin's reality for joining us today. Let's go ahead and say bye to Robin. What do you think, Skiva? <sighs> Goodbye, Robin. We're Good. going to eject you off the ship. Thank you so much for coming. Bye. Hi everyone, thank you. Bye. And just like that, never to be seen again. <laughs> she has been ejected from this from the ship. So now, Delirium Drew, thank you for the super chat, dude. He said thanks for another great show. Thank you to Robin for coming. Population one custom lobby tonight at ten Eastern, followed by sex and talks in Neos after midnight. That's right, everybody. We're going to be having VR sex tonight in Neo, so come and join us. Um, but for real, this Population One lobby has been a lot of fun. I've been jumping yeah, in man. there um, yeah. on Friday nights when I get the chance to, and they're like all these insane games with all these modifiers, and at first I had a hard time adjusting because I just wanted to drop in like I know how to do, but you can't. You cannot deny these Matador only matches. Like, they oh, are I know, so exciting. Turn it's, the damage all the way up. It's Matadors pretty fun. Only. So, oh, so so good. So, so jo- good. jump in our Discord and check our multiplayer uh, lobby for that code tonight. If you want to jump in and uh, and get shredded by yours truly, I'd be happy to put one between the eyes if you want to come and and join us. <laughs> um, that was uh, a really great talk i've wanted to to touch on this forever and i'm so glad that we got to yeah for sure man and you know makes it so easy to have someone so awesome like robin to be able to come in and contribute and just make the whole conversation easy to have friendly um and identifiable and you know Mm -hmm. so we we thank her a whole lot and yeah this was great man this is great there's some there's so much more we we can we can talk about it's such a huge thing right i mean but uh but yeah just we'll have to save it for another another show. Well, you got to start somewhere, you know what exactly. I mean? And mm-hmm. that's what I think that's what we're trying to do mm-hmm. here. We're trying Absolutely. to start these conversations, you know, because it's important that we get some kind of understanding as we navigate this mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Like mm-hmm. I would not I personally feel better after having this conversation about yeah. how to navigate this space, you know? And I know I'm not the only one. Um thank you yeah. all so much for joining us today. You know, Z Storm Games, Virtual Steve, we got Game on Scorpio, Duty Does XRDI, that's Avi. What's up, dude? Sterling, Creeper Betty. Um, we so many awesome people. Drew, we love you guys. Like, thank yeah, you guys. You know, thank Thanks you guys for all so hanging much out for with being us. here. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing? next so next week we have your pal uh there were some scheduling things we're gonna have to uh pre-record this one unfortunately we were doing so good with the live stuff but but it doesn't matter it's gonna be a freaking awesome show what about that we other will... thing you were telling me about that that like bonus one that we got coming up when is that uh that is we're not telling you what it is yet 
think that's right after that's, that. That's after this one. No, it's, it's, it's just, not during it's the week. In, no, it's first week of December. Okay. I think. Yeah. We have a pretty cool bonus episode lined up right now. We comments. got actually we, yeah, right. we do have a couple of really good, good ones. ones. Yeah. We're fucking stoked. Like and subscribe. Thank Heck you all yeah. so much for being here. And we will see you tonight in Pop One. And if you don't join us tonight, we will see you next week with your pal in VR, a great friend of ours, and we are excited to talk to him. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. See you guys.